0: was podcast and I am so excited that you tuned in today. We are all about bringing you fun, encouragement, and lots of light and this conversation does exactly that. We are coming up on Mother's Day this Sunday which I feel like can be mixed emotions for a lot of women. Maybe you are in some kind of bereavement because you want this Mother's Day to mean something different than what it's going to mean to you and for that our hearts are with you. Maybe this Mother's Day you're celebrating Mother's Day for the first time as a mom. Congratulations! And maybe this Mother's Day you're having to do it alone for some weird reason or your expectations are going to be completely missed. I get that. I just want you to know, whichever walk of life and motherhood you are coming at this episode with today, I want to let you know that you're welcome here and this episode is truly for you. One of my quick, good online friends, Anna McParlin, is joining us for today's conversation. You might know Anna, you might follow her online, and if you don't, I highly suggest bopping over to Instagram real quick and pushing follow because she is like so much fun. She makes the most beautiful reels that are meaningful and deep and inspiring, but at the same time, you can tell she's like that down-to-earth real talk girl. We like those around here. So we are so excited to have her on the show today just for you. And we're talking all things motherhood, but I'm going to be honest, we were listening back to this episode as a team and we're like, y'all, this isn't technically a Mother's Day episode. Yes, it is because we mentioned motherhood and children and momming and all the things. But if you listen to this with just like open ears, different perspective, and you don't have a mom lens on it, technically all the things we talk about can totally relate to whatever season you're in right now. It's all about leaning in, doing the good work, even though the good work can be hard, how to find God in the mundane, how to show up, have fun, and just do it the best that you can. So when all us girls were getting together for the logistics of this show, we started talking through like what would make this super stellar and super fun for people listening, and we decided to put together a giveaway just for you, and it's happening right now on Instagram. I don't want you to miss it. We will put the link in our show notes and in the episode description and whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now. Or you can just go over to Instagram and search rachel.autry or Anna McParlin and you will see the giveaway on our feed it's super easy to enter but it's got like so much of our favorite stuff like a Stanley tumbler which they're also out by the way we have a quinter tumbler saved just for you we also have love every play kit that you can choose from the tubby-todd essentials pack which is like my favorite especially for bath time we've got stuff for you too mama like one of my favorite devotionals truth by mr. simons we've got eye patches for you because some mamas we just need that in the morning grab your coffee Head a carpool, put on some eye patches, and lots of other really fun things. And I don't want you to miss it. So head over to Instagram now to enter to win. Don't forget. We are like the biggest fans of Anna at Behind the Bliss Podcast. Like we we like always send each other your reels back and forth. Our team is moms, like all moms. So we like we love just to binge all Anna motherhood things. So to have you here is a dream come true for us all.
1: Well, I feel the same, the absolute same. I'm a giant fan and really excited. I mean, you guys are just in the trenches with me. So I feel like it's so fun to get to do life alongside so many women, even if you don't aren't in the same city or or whatnot. So I'm very excited to be here and actually see
0: your date. I know. I know. I'm like, it's an online date. Yes,
1: I love it. And my mom has my kids. So I really feel like I'm on a coffee date
0: right now. Yes. Okay. Yay for moms babysitters. Like when grandma step in the best. It's the best. Yes. It really, it really truly it. is. Well, I'm like, I feel like, I'm like, maybe we should finish early so you can like actually just lay down for a second and like take it all in. Like, quiet I have house. a
1: writing <laughs> class after this. It's going to be fantastic. But this is like the highlight. So oh. let's just, we'll just enjoy it.
0: We're just going to dive right in. We are soul sisters. We're connected by a very similar culture. We're both military wives. We're moms. Like we cover a lot of ground together. We get it in a very deep way. And I really appreciate that.
1: Yes, I totally agree. I mean, I think, I think the the second you become a mom, you be like become a part of the sisterhood of like, you just get it like there, you can just drop the the facade and I'm in it with you. I'm in the trenches. I understand it's not perfect. Let's just do life together. Let's, let's drop all the like pretend pretentious stuff. Let's just do life and talk and talk real stuff
0: yeah, like you said earlier, like you have diaper wipes behind you on your couch and just like toys everywhere. I'm like, that is just reality. And that's all of us. And if anyone says it's not, they're lying to you or they're not being for real. So like, this is going to be that episode where we just drop all the facade. We just get real, especially with it being Mother's Day right around the corner. We have so much fun to cover as far as motherhood and what it is, the highs and the lows and the thick and the thin. And I just want to go there because I feel like I have always sort of tiptoed around this idea of motherhood because I'm new at this. I only have a one-year – oh, I have a 13-month-old. But I feel more equipped now to have a conversation because these. this is a message that I need now. It's a message I needed before motherhood to prep me, and I'm sure it's going to be a message I need to listen to in the future. So I'm just ready to just go – we're just going to go there. And who better to do it with me than you? I'm just glad you're here.
1: I mean, I don't have any really credentials other than uh, I'm in the thick of it. And I love Jesus and want to glorify him in the middle of it. So let's do it.
0: Let's just do it. Well, tell us about you, who you are, who makes you mom, all the fun things.
1: Yes. So I'm Anna McParlin, my husband, David. He was my high school crush and I was actually serving at a, at a, like, cantina and dropped a basket of chips on him when i saw him because he he came back into town sat at my table i dropped a basket of chips on him and i was like you're still alive like you're real you're here and so my trainer was like you have one chance you have one chance you have to introduce yourself so i did and It's going to be our 10 year anniversary in one month. So um, he's my best friend. He's wild, just a remarkable, remarkable man. And we raised five kiddos uh, four I birthed biologically, one we adopted through foster care. So we have, we end with the sunshine sisters, we call them, but they're six months apart and they're our little um, pseudo twins. But it's full. It's honestly chaos a lot of the time. A messy, beautiful, chaos. And I wouldn't have it any other way, honestly.
0: When people from the outside, like at grocery stores, look at you and see what you're doing. Like, can you try to read their faces? What is, what are their faces when you're out in public with all this? kiddos? Well, let, me
1: say, let me say, I do not go to grocery stores anymore. <laughs> that was the perk of COVID is I only do drive up for my groceries or delivery. Yes. Praise the Lord. I, don- I actually don't know. Like I salute all the mothers and grandmothers who did not have drive up and
0: delivery. Can you imagine? I literally can't no,
1: i I can't. I mean, I save so much money because I'm not just buying them like random junk, but um, when I am in public, yes, we get we get eyes like, are they all yours? You know, is this a daycare? and we we have five kids. I feel like you know a lot of moms have a lot more than we do, but it still feels, but we my husband and I both came from families of five, so this whole fullness of family is very normal to us, and it doesn't feel like a lot. It just feels like what we were made for so we love it
0: yes that's what i've heard but like your capacity is what you know yeah but you have so much more capacity inside of you if you were to explore it and so i that's totally y'all like you're like this is our normal this is just what we know it's our rhythm it's how we rock and roll but like for me with my little 13 month old i'm like holy cow like I would love four kids like that's the dream for us yeah lord willing however it happens would love it to happen and then some days I'm like I don't know I think I just like one and then there's other days I'm like I want eight so like yeah I just think it's so cool that you are like that's your normal I love how you said that because I think women listening might be like how does she do it I'm like you just do well just
1: kid, do it. I, I always say, because I have friends who have one kid and they're like, Well, I can't compare because I have one. I'm like, No, you can. Like, we're in the trenches. Hard is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no sleep is no mm-hmm. sleep. Like, no matter if you have five kids, if you have one, if you're walking through infertility, no matter what, like your story and someone else's story doesn't like discredit the thing that you're walking through. And I so I really think that we are all in this together, showing up as best and as faithfully as we can. And you know, my house might be a tiny bit louder, but hey, that's okay.
0: Our decibels are higher, but it's great. <laughs> yeah. I love that you preface this with that because I think there are going to be moms, especially new moms who are listening and are like, oh, I'm going to learn from this woman. And like, yes, she's more equipped than me. And maybe, I'm just going to say it, maybe in some ways you are more equipped. Like you've been through a different seasons, maybe more seasons than some of us. But at the same time, I love what you said. Hard is hard. Like we are all down here together doing it, serving, ministering in our homes, whatever it looks like. We're qualified for the subject and to talk about it. So yay. Yeah. We're equaling the playing field. We yeah. love that.
1: Absolutely. And I think we all have the same question every day. Is like, are we going to show up with hearts of surrender, willing to serve and love our families well? And some days I do that really well. And some days I have to like repent and ask for forgiveness and like reorient my heart back to like, what is this that I'm doing? What is it that I'm pouring into? Because as you know, it can feel so mundane so much of the time. There are so many diapers to change. There are so many dishes to do there. There's just so many things that go unseen and unnoticed. And I think in the culture we live in now, we love anything that can be seen and praised and glorified and prettied up. We want it like tie a bow on it. And so much of motherhood is in the undoing. And so I think that so often we have to just wake up in the morning and be like, okay, God, what do you have for me today? What are you, what are you asking for me to, what are you asking me to say yes to today? And I want to open my hands and surrender to that. And honestly, just be faithful to the thing that is directly in front of me. And sometimes for me, that is okay. I need to be faithful and go switch the laundry. And that's not glamorous. And sometimes it's okay. I need to be faithful and sit down and write that encouragement to moms, you know, it, but it, it is all about being faithful with the next thing in front of me.
0: That is one of my favorite things about who you are and what you do. And that's why I was like, we have to have her on the show is because I think you really understand and you embody, especially online, that our household is our ministry and like our kids are our mission field. What an opportunity, you know? And so I want you to almost speak to that. Like, what would you say to the mom that's in it that can't see past the thousand diapers a day changing and like the meals making and the snacks handing out and like all that, how would you bring her to a bigger perspective? And like, what would you say to her?
1: Yeah, I think I would just say that I think we, we glorify a lot of different stages um, and different ways of ministry. I think we want to have a microphone in our hand. um, But you have a captive audience at your dining room table every single night, which is the next generation. And I think if there's anything we've learned in the last couple of years, we need compassionate, truth-filled, hope-filled bringers of Jesus into this world. Yes, And we have them at our table and we are raising them up. And I think we're missing the opportunity when we when we blind ourselves to just think it's diapers or just think it's dishes or just think it's whatever, when we, this is a ministry in the, in the middle of our homes, in the middle of our, like wearing yoga pants and reheating our coffee. Like we get the opportunity to partner with the kingdom of God into something that is not just affecting like the next 18 years of their life, but is going to have ripple effects for generations to come. And so I think I had to do that switch because I really got stuck in like, God, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing with my everyday? Like, my some of my friends go to work, and it feels like they were like pouring into something that mattered, and I really did feel stuck. Like, what do you have for me right here in the middle of all this? And I felt like He just kind of unveiled my eyes to see. Like, look at these kids I have given you, and this gift I have given you in motherhood. And now, pour everything that I'm pouring into you. Let let it overflow into their hearts, and watch the ripple effect of what can happen for the kingdom of God. And so I totally believe in it. I absolutely like, I mean, I love my kids, but I love the fact that I get to like shepherd their little hearts and steward them, steward them towards the father to help, you know, when my daughter is walking through some, she's been, had some things come up with some anxiety to point her to the truth of like, who God is and say, Hey, I've walked that road. Like I've been there, like I've walked through Mm -hmm. panic attacks and anxiety, and let me point you to the truth of like who God is, and help you get the hope and healing that you need. And so, it's, I mean, it's fun, it's crazy, it's wild, and um, but it is an absolute gift.
0: That's so cool. Those moments that you're talking about, they happen. I think, in the big moments, like when she comes to you and she's like, mom, I'm struggling and you get to have those super intimate conversations. But I think it also is that they have the little eyes on you and their little ears open every day to see you and how you live in the mundane that gives them the credit to be like, I can trust my mom or like my mom knows her stuff. Like I can go to her with these things. So I almost want to talk about like the mundane for a second. Yeah. Um, do you know Christy Knuckles? Not personally, but you know of her?
1: Um, I love her and we listen to her. Lullabies
0: every single night. Every yes. Night. <laughs> okay. For all the moms. Her lullabies are magical and like will truly put yourself to sleep. Yes. Um, but she has a podcast called Glorious in the Mundane, and it's all about this. Like, I remember her first episode really opened my eyes before I was ever a mom to the wonder that's in the mundane for all of us, yeah. but especially us as moms, because there's so much mundane. Mm-hmm. Um, Lots of excitement, but like even the exciting things are still mundane to, I feel like, most people out there. Yeah. Um, But like even the folding of the undies and like the washing dishes and things like that can be holy moments. Yeah. Have you found that to be true for you too?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I feel like I hear the whispers of God's heart over my life, mostly when I'm like, sweeping and washing dishes. Yes. And that is one thing that I, a place of prayer. So I, I encourage people to find like one task that they do every single day or they do multiple times a day. Mine, we have hardwood floors. We have five kids. I sweep all the time. Like I literally could sweep and then sweep again. And I'd have a whole pile again. I don't understand how the path works, <laughs> but it just does.
0: And so where does this come from? Seriously. I'm
1: like, who is like walking around just sprinkling dirt and Matt. He like, (laughs) I don't know. Um, but so I use the sweeping as like my reminder to talk to God and to invite him into the ordinary. So that's just kind of like, I pick up the broom and that's my cue. Like, like, Hey, I welcome wow, you to the great. middle of this mess. Like I'm literally sweeping up a mess and you are welcome here. And I know you're not afraid of the crumbs. I know you're not afraid of the dirt that's like in my heart. Like I know, I know you're not afraid of it. So will you come and will you meet me here? Will you speak to me right here? Um, what I love about who God is, is that he is a God that meets women right where they are at. If you look at the stories of the Bible and where he met with women, they were at the well drawing water, which was like a job that they did. They were at the tomb. That that was like a part of their normal daily activity, the things that they would they would do. Um, so I love, love, love how he just came and he met them. He didn't make them go to somewhere special. You don't have to go to a conference. You don't have to go to a small group. All those things are wonderful. They're great. They're great resources. But Jesus came and he met women right where they're at. And I think we miss that. We, we look for him on Sunday morning. We get our kids dressed we're frazzled, get to church. And we expect to like fill our cup and then go home and not fill it again, where he's like, I actually want to pour into you through all of these moments. And I want to meet you exactly where you're at. So I think the middle of the ordinary, the sweeping, the washing dishes is the perfect stage for him to come and meet us as women. And I'm grateful. I serve a God who's like that.
0: Yeah, and available like anytime, any day, any place, whatever you're doing. Yes. It's not, it doesn't have to be like a fancy setup or a moment. It doesn't have to be quiet. Like, he is available for yes. you whenever you need him. I love that you're talking about like picking up the broom and it being a cue. That is so cool. I feel like for me, it's folding laundry. Like, I love that. It's so, it's, I almost get prompted with every piece. I'm like, okay, like breastplate of righteousness while I'm folding a shirt or like praying for where his feet will go when I'm putting socks together, praying for purity while we're like, doing diapers and like things like that I just think there's so many cues and prompts throughout motherhood that you can lean into and it it's like little small whispers yeah and if you're quiet enough and you're you're slow enough which is really hard to slow yourself down because I feel like I'm just in the middle of a tornado trying to keep up but like in the moments you're like okay deep breath let me be present those moments like they pop out at you and you're like okay I want to I want to chase after that opportunity like I don't want to miss it yeah um So like those cues and prompts, I feel like can be there for all of us. Yeah. You just have to find what yours would be.
1: I would love to also say this. I want to speak against shame to anyone who's like, I don't do that. I don't hear from God in the middle of my ordinary. Um, I feel like, like we've all been there and there are days, there are stretches of weeks even where I'm like, I haven't invited his presence. I haven't heard his voice. I'm running on empty and scraping the bottom of the barrel and like, desperate for him to come, but I haven't even invited him. And so like, if you're at that place where you're like, well, where do I even start? I haven't done this. Like, I feel so much shame because all these people are farther along than me. I would say just take one more step closer to his heart with every single day that passes. And as you do, this kind of stuff will become more natural and, you know, it will happen more easily. But even someone like me, who's been doing it for a couple of years, like I don't do it perfectly. (laughs) Like I am as natural and every single day as every single other woman, I think about what drink I want at Starbucks. And if the jeans are going to fit me from Target, like, you know, like my mind goes there. Like that's where it naturally goes is to like all of these little things. I don't, I don't just naturally all the time be like, what is the Holy spirit speaking to me right now? I'm like,
0: that's right. That's right.
1: Should I buy that dress from TJ Maxx? Like, but I, I, I've learned that I need my cup filled to overflow or I will literally be scraping the bottom. And that's not what I want my kids to get. You know, that's not what I want my family to get. Right? And they've gotten that before. And I haven't seen good fruit come from that place. So now I'm like trying to train my mind, like, okay, invite God's presence here. Like, let him fill you right here so that you can overflow to your kids. And you know, all that other stuff is great too, but I also need him and his presence to fill me so that I don't run dry.
0: I said it last week, but I'm going to say it again. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm just going to say it. The podcast is my favorite thing that I get to do and show up for in my work life. Like This is so much fun for me, and it's so much fun that I actually encourage anyone who's ever thought or dreamt about starting a podcast to 100% go for it. In fact, I have something just for you. I have worked my tush off to create a course, an online podcast course with you in mind. I have spilled all the secrets and all the things I've learned in the past four years of producing, editing, and publishing a show just for you. From email templates that we send and get guests on the show, platforms that we use to edit, host, and even have conversations, screen recordings of how we use these platforms specifically for us, how we've monetized the show so that this can be a fun thing, not just a side gig, how to market the mess out of this show so that nobody misses it that it's intended for. And really, I'm just sharing all the secrets, all the tips of the trade that has led us to this top rated podcast that we all know and love. So if you have ever wondered if you should start a podcast, here's my nudge. And if you need any help that this podcast course is just for you, and I'm here to tell you, you need it. I wish I had all these answers written out for me before I started this whole journey. So take advantage of this online podcast course opportunity that I'm giving you. You can sign up for the waitlist right now by going to rachelautry.com slash podcast course. Enrollment opens on May 12th, and I would love to have you and welcome you on board. We are giving the first 10 people to sign up on May 12th and enroll an extra special discount. You can use the code podcast pro to get you $50 off your enrollment, but that's just for the first 10 people on May 12th. So that's why I highly encourage you to sign up for the waitlist If you have any inclination that this might be for you, I am on your team cheering you on always and want to make sure that I give you the tools necessary to do the things God has called you to do, which might include this podcast course. Okay, I love that you spoke to the shame because that is totally there, and I feel like the shame keeps us from showing up and doing it because we're like, "Oh, I missed it." So like, why would I even jump on the train? I missed yeah. it. When yeah. in reality, like the train's coming like every 30 seconds. So just jump on the next yeah. one. Um, don't fool yourself that you just like completely missed out or you can't start now because you can. And like Anna and I, we would Anna, you'd probably agree, but like. This isn't something that I do perfectly. I don't do with every load of laundry. It's just yeah. a cool prompt that I want to lean into yeah. when I do catch the prompt, when I do hop on the train. I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm going to ride this. Yeah. Um. But like this, this, yeah, is not like a magical thing that we figured out. We we both have our awful days, I'm sure. I literally Absolutely. had one last week and I was like, I'm not cut out for this. I can't do this. I don't understand. Like, I'm not equipped. Yeah. What do you do? Well, first off, you have those moments too, I'm assuming.
1: I'm um, 1000 You probably
0: validate faster. that.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And as someone who like struggles a lot with anxiety, like that is something I have to fight all the time is feeling like I am not equipped. Like I'm not equipped. This is too hard. This is too scary. This is too – all these things. And so I have to go back to that truth and literally remind my heart over and over again and basically preach to myself or I forget.
0: Yeah. It's easy to forget. I think that like the moments that I get to that place, the low place, like – the tough I'm always so convicted because I sit and I'm like gosh you know why I'm so hard on myself right now is because my pride is only looking at myself right now and seeing all of my own shortcomings yeah and where I'm falling short and not providing for addicts and like thank god it's not up to me like so I'm just like all right lord I have screwed this up today royally like will you step in fill the gaps we'll start new tomorrow and it like brings me so much peace to be like He's probably going to have to go to therapy. I'll probably say something to him one day. That's fine. But like, that's where the power of the Holy Spirit comes in is to be like, I can fill the gaps. Like I can fix and heal and align like anything that you feel like you may have stumbled on. And that is the freedom.
1: One thousand percent. We joke all the time that we have a savings account for therapy someday. Because <laughs> I'm like, we all need <laughs> it. I need therapy. I wish my parents would have had a little savings account for that. Um, and my parents are amazing. I love right. them so much. So I also think that it's so important to show our and to show our kids what it looks like to ask for forgiveness.
0: So cool. Yeah. There
1: is a humility that I think. Sometimes it's lost because we want to be the leader. We want to be the one that's like showing up and has all the answers. But I think we can teach our kids so much more by saying like, hey, mom actually got that wrong. Like, I'm really sorry. Like, will you forgive me? And, you know, I'm going to ask Jesus to to like cleanse that off of me because that was yuck. And I'm really sorry. And I'm going to this time walk into it with a more peaceful heart. And that shows them like that is like us putting our feet down and making a well-beaten path to the cross that I want them to follow. You know, I don't want them to have pride and not be able to apologize when they mess up because they are bound to like, we are all bound to, I want them to be able to recognize and humble themselves and have to say, I'm really sorry. You know, I didn't, I didn't do that right, but I'm going to repent and I'm going to turn and we're going to try this again. And so I like to say that the ground is level at the foot of the cross. And so for me for my kids i want us to all be kneeling in front of it and know like mom's not up here you're not down here like the the ground is level and i you get to receive the same grace that mommy receives and hopefully that they you know follow that path enough times that when they are out of my house, that's the natural path for them to follow is right to the foot of the cross.
0: So good. Like I was saying earlier, like they're so watching us, like no pressure, but they are. They're like, they're watching how we do things, how we react. And that doesn't mean to say like you need to be perfect, but it is something to say like when we do fall short, when we aren't perfect, like, it is so cool. Like grace filled to be like, this is what I do when I mess up. This is what I say. This is how I repent and yeah. ask for forgiveness. It's the example that kids need. That's yeah. so cool. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a reminder.
1: I'm very grateful for the culture that's shifting a little bit is in us being able to acknowledge our brokenness and not have that be a threat. Like I always think like my brokenness is not a threat to God's goodness. Like he gets to come and meet me in that spot and take all of my stuff. And still use my brokenness for his glory. And so I always tell my kids, like, I feel like the fragments of my heart, I like to think of them as like stained glass bits. Like, my grandpa was a stained glass maker when we were kids. And so we'd go down to the basement and he'd have all these bins of like this broken glass. And if you look at it all, it all seems sharp and rigid and has all these like edges that are dangerous, just separate. But when you like surrender them to the maker, to the creator, he can like put them together in a way that like shines light so much more beautifully than without it. And so I'm telling my kids, I'm like, all this stuff is just like the brokenness of our nature, but surrendered. And if we allow God to take it and shape it and make it his light and his glory is going to be so beautiful as it shines through.
0: Amen. I'm clinging to that. Amen. That is for me. That was for me. Mm -hmm. And what's so cool about all the things that we've kind of touched on is that this is not like a, When you're a mom of infants and when you're a mom of toddlers or when you're a mom of preschoolers, this is like a, when you're a mom period, this can go for the mom with teenagers that are spicy. This goes for the mom who is expecting that is about to be in the newborn days. Like this is for anything. These are just principles that honestly like apply to every season, not just motherhood, but what a cool opportunity to be able to have these little humans, little minds like working and watching and I think that's like the coolest opportunity to think is like we said in the beginning, we're shepherding their hearts by showing them and being vulnerable inside our yeah. homes and like creating a safe space to learn and experiment all of us. Yeah. How we do, how we do life together. Yeah. How we love people well. Yeah. Um, oh, just so cool. I want to speak to moms who are dealing, this is kind of what we talked about, but a little different, but like dealing with intense mom guilt. Maybe they have a full-time job. And they're not able to show up like they want. Maybe they're... Um, Stay at home, and they just don't feel like they're present, or whatever. Whatever the enemy is trying to jab at,
1: yeah.
0: Um, can we talk about those like jabs yes. <laughs> and how maybe they keep us from our from the potential God has for us? Because I know, I mean, like if if you call yourself mom, you've experienced the guilt. So in the moments you experience the guilt, how do you turn? How do you like walk away from it? Say no. I want to hear your process.
1: Yeah. So I think finding community. Even one good friend who can point you to truth is so key and so vital. You know, I have a a dear friend and she doesn't even live in town. She lives in Milwaukee. And so we'll hop on the phone and I'll be like, this is the lie I'm believing right now. And she can speak truth because sometimes I can't see it. Like Sometimes I'm in the middle of it and I believe so deeply the thing I'm feeling instead of the actual truth. So she's on the outside So good, yeah. She sees my emotion but can detach herself from my emotion and just speak truth. And I'm able to like, she's almost able to like carry me to the truth when I'm not able to get there to myself. And so I would say find community that can speak life over you, that you can be very raw and honest with and like, let all the gunk out, let them see your gunk. Because I think at, when you allow someone to go there, they're also able to do that and break down the walls. And maybe you'll feel a little awkward at 1st or like, is this too much to share? But finding even one or a couple girlfriends that can walk through that with you is absolutely vital. I also think being – How
0: in- did you find your people? I just need to ask you that. Like yes. how did you – become friends with her was like a mom group because I feel like that's also really hard especially like us military moms yes. constantly like training or moving or whatever. Yes. Um like maybe three quick ways people can find someone like that if they are like no one understands.
1: Yes, so I found some great resources. I I met this particular friend through a church small group. We were both in college. She just had her first kid. So she's kind of like for the last couple of years in a different season than me, but I trusted her heart to speak truth over mine. Um, So it didn't even really matter that we're in the exact same season. Um, I've been involved in MOPS, which has been a great place to meet other moms in the younger kiddo, newborn to preschool age. That's been a great way to connect with other moms and not feel as isolated and lonely. And then I always say create and cultivate the community that you want someone to invite you into. Wow. So I just – in my house and have coffee and I invite people. And sometimes we hit it off and we become great friends. And sometimes we have coffee and it's fine and it's great. And that's it, you know, like, but I want to create a space where women can come, where I can be real, where they can see my mess and see my everyday life, not just something that's online, but can see me changing the diapers or My child come over to me and wipe peanut butter down my pants and see me like on the of tears (laughs) when I'm like haven't slept and I'm running on empty, you know, and they can do life. So I think create we often are waiting for an invitation when we can be the one to open our doors and invite people. And it doesn't have to be perfect. It just people want to feel welcomed. They want to feel loved and they do feel welcomed by you just saying like, hey, come and grab coffee with me let your kids play. Nothing special. Come in yoga pants. It's going to be very chill. My house is probably not going to be perfectly clean. Don't look at the baseboards, but I'm I want to hear your heart. I want to get to know your story.
0: Yes. Oh. I I think that this is like the key, the secret ingredient that's missing to so many corners and community, especially within motherhood. Because I think the expectation is for us all to be Martha Stewart's (laughs) and like have it together and the candle burning and the dishes done, like all that. But I love what you're saying, like the peanut butter spear on the pants. Like that's so real life. That happens to everybody or everyone's going to understand it one day or like the diaper pail that's overflowing and they're like, okay, can I use your diaper pail? And I'm like, yeah, but I need to change the bag. Like (laughs) I think that those are the moments you're like, okay, I'm known. Like she gets me, praise God. That um, I think we're actually doing ourselves and other people a disservice when we try to clean up real quick yep. um, or we put on like a fake reality of what this looks like for us because we either become intimidating because it's not them and we set a standard that's unachievable or we drive ourselves to the ground emotionally and, and spiritual energy wise because – we end up scraping the barrel trying to come up with this false idea of what this looks like for us when it's totally not. So we leave feeling misunderstood, low, even more lonely because you never gave them the real deal. Exactly. So this is, I want this to be like a quick little like thing of being like, just do, like, just be you, like show up and do your best. Like, but please don't change who you are to fit a mold of what you've always understood motherhood to be because yeah. you can't understand it till you're there. Exactly. So just, just like show up. Exactly. Yeah,
1: and there's nothing wrong with like fun Pinterest parties. Like, I totally get that. That's so fun, and to some moms, that's so life giving and amazing. To other moms, grabbing a sheet cake at Sam's Club and gathering her kids in her their backyard and throwing on the sprinkler is their idea of like joy and fun and delight. And so, right, be who God made you to be, but also like I've been to those places where I've been welcomed in and. It felt like I had to show up with such a level of perfection that the walls in me and the anxiety in me were so high that I left. And I was like, that was not me. Like, I felt like I couldn't fully show up and be myself. And that's not who I want people to, or what I want people to feel like when they walk through my doors. I really want them to feel like this is a safe place for you to feel home and loved. And I'm going to hopefully speak truth over your heart. And you're going to speak truth into mine. And we're going to talk about, you know, back to target what's on sale from hearth and hand (laughs) and just do life together you
0: know that's right yes oh and you will find those people i also feel like someone's listening and they're like yeah that would be awesome like i would love that but i haven't found her yet be like pray because god wants to meet you in that space like he wants to give you that companionship with another mom so bad like that's what he designed us for yeah so like nothing's holding that back from you just continue to pray like continue to lean in go for the uncomfortable ask the stranger at the coffee shop that also has a kid that's like you know kicking or something being like hey just real quick can we exchange numbers i feel like this is so me like can we just chat get coffee and it feels so weird um Emily on our team said something the other day that I thought was so good. I'm not going to be able to do it justice. I'll put the quote in our show notes, but she said something like, community isn't found, it's cultivated. So like you have yeah. to go to those uncomfortable places and be yes. willing to till and like do the work yes. to get out the investment that you're putting in. But you can't expect people to just like walk up to you at the coffee shop and be like, your little one's so cute. Like how old? Oh, it's so fun to have one too. We like, should get together for a play date. Yeah. Like, that's amazing when it happens, but that shouldn't be our expectation. Exactly. So like, just go for it do it. Like right. this is our prompt.
1: Exactly. Me, Anna
0: and I are going to hype you up, girl. You can do this. You got
1: this. You got this. No. And I, I also think like, that, you know, maybe the first time you go to the park, you're not going to talk about all the like deepest places of your heart, but you're going to get there and you're going to build yeah. trust with these friends as you spend time together. And I think, um, do not give up because I've heard from so many women that are like, I've tried it before. And I've been very burnt by some communities before where I've experienced some really big losses in friendship and where I was like, I thought I could trust them and that didn't turn out to be what it was. And if I would have just stopped there, I would be missing out on so much of the goodness God has for me and the friendships I have now. And that was a hard fought for a place to get to. And so if you're there, I totally have compassion because I was, I've been there and when you've been hurt by friendships or by people that were supposed to be there for the long haul and, and no longer are, I get it. It's horrible. It's complete, a complete level of grief. Um, Mm -hmm. But keep Mm -hmm. fighting forward for what is next and what God has in store for you because he's not done yet. So good.
0: He wants the best for your family, which means he wants the best for you so that you can overflow. Like it's a, it's bigger than us, but when we show up, he can do something awesome with our obedience. I'm all about it. Oh, uh, hey! I I need you to know this. So I asked Emily on our team. I was like, "Hey, because she's also like huge Ann fan, like I said." And I was like, "Hey, Ann's interview today at eleven. Like, any questions you want me to ask?" And she, I'm just gonna read this from the text. She goes, "Tell her that her reels make us cry every time on Instagram, and she's incredibly gifted at creating those oh yeah me too moments, and that we love her." He 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 i just need you to know like you're invited into our group message now but like for real if people are listening and they want more of these amazing nuggets and just want to be met in those moments that you're like in the mindless scroll and then you're like boom slapped in the face with some truth follow anna because she does it really well and gracefully and there's so much to be learned here like this is just the beginning of a conversation that's so much bigger but i'm so glad women have at this point, I hope within like these 34 minutes have gained some good perspective on what they're doing is holy work and is truly like one of the most important things that we could be doing on the planet. Yeah. Um, And to not be distracted and to not look to the left and the right, but like down at these little kids right in front of us that yeah. we get this awesome opportunity to grow and show and introduce them to the world around us. That's yeah. just the coolest thing in my mind.
1: Uh, you saying that don't look to the right or the left. I mean, I think that is so wildly important especially in the age that we live in now is like keeping our eyes focused in front of us and one of the best best things I've that has stuck with me forever. I don't even remember. I heard this was they were talking about when you are riding a motorcycle, um, and you're at the motorcycle training, they always say, keep your eyes on the horizon, because if you, if you take your eyes off the horizon, your bike will sway back and forth and you will lose balance and you'll fall off. But if you keep your eyes locked on the horizon, that's the way to propel forward. And so I think about that all the time. I'm like, okay, you know, I I can sense myself when I'm looking to the right or the left because I, I feel my like anxiety k- kind of swooping in and um, getting me off course. And so I'm like, okay, eyes forward, eyes on Jesus. Like what what is it he actually has for me? I want to move towards that and move forward in that. And so mm-hmm. that stuck with me. So maybe I'll stick with somebody else too.
0: That's so good. Yes. Eyes forward on the horizon. There's something in today just for you, whoever's listening. Like there's something in today just for you. And I hope that you catch it because that's what happens when you don't look to the left or the right and you don't watch what she's doing or how she's momming or the birthday party she threw. <laughs> it's like the, exactly. Okay. There's something right here just for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a gift. Oh, Hey, if people wanted to follow you online and get more all things, Anna, where can they find you?
1: Um, I'm, I'm mostly hanging out on Instagram, which is just my name, Anna McParlin. And I also have a website, AnnaMcParland.com, where I throw some writing, a little shop, hang out sometimes. You can hang out with me there. So fun!
0: Yes. Okay. And my favorite question to ask, we'll end with this: What is something you're loving these days that you have to share with our friends listening? It could be something mom-ish, or it could be something totally random. Anything.
1: Okay. Um. It is. <laughs> it is the um, floor steamer I got from Amazon. That literally makes my house look like I just mopped up a junkyard, but it takes everything off the floors, and it is dreamy. It is like therapeutic for me to every couple of days, throw that thing on my house and it feels like brand new and I love it. It brings me joy.
0: Can I ask you? Okay. So I've seen this. I've totally seen this online. Um, Do you have hardwood floors like normal hardwood or is it like I'm so nervous that if I use it it's gonna ruin like wood floors
1: oh I have we have hardwood we have tile and we have like life-proof laminate like hardwood basically yeah hardwood in our basement and I use it on everything and I literally love it
0: okay then I'm totally gonna get that was my only question I was like I hope I meet a friend that actually uses this and I need to know like Did she ruin her floors? Because I know that is my dream. Yes. My
1: neighbor brought it over and she was like, You have to try this. (laughs) She's like, Here you go. She knew. I mean, she'd been to my house and seen the sticky finger. It's the only thing that can get like the sticky, griminess. And I want my house to be like lived in. You know, I'm not like, you kids can't like. Sure. You know, yeah. they they run outside with the neighbor kids and they run back in and that little thing can get absolutely everything off. It's fantastic.
0: There's hope There's like, so- yes, <laughs> because right now I'm having to put in so much elbow grease and like, it is a whole chore and it takes up like 15 minutes of the precious nap time. And I'm like, no, I'm not, no, nope. so, yay. Steam mop all the way. All the way. <laughs> I'll we link it in our show notes.
1: It's just water. That's it. It's fantastic. You're going to love it. You will not regret.
0: That is so cool. Oh, my gosh. Therapy for sure. I bet it's like the perfect like transformation, instant gratification. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. You know, and there's so much in motherhood that it's not that way. There's so much in motherhood that is like complete discipline. You don't get to see the effects for years to come, but the steam mop, baby, right away.
0: (laughs) Yes. If you need that fun little instant thing. There you go. Anna, thank you so much for joining us and just getting real and raw like you do. And- just chatting with us and bringing us okay i love what you did you brought us all to the same playing field and like we're all on the same team here we're all in the trenches together we can do it together there was a little bit of hype in there too of like trying to get people umphed up to like go and play the game and show up yep and so much truth in here too so i think that this was for anybody and the perfect mother's day episode Thanks for joining us
1: so much for having me. It's like literally the biggest treat to link arms with you, to link arms with all you women and, and run towards Jesus together. It's the
0: best. This episode of behind the bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement and don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.